This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. How do you make sense of your family's history and the history you might not know? Will these questions unfold in the play Relentless, which just premiered at the Timeline Theater? Relentless is set in 1919 during the so-called Black Victorian Age. Two sisters return to their childhood home to settle their mother's estate and discover a trunk full of her old diaries. Joining us to discuss is playwright Tyla Abercrombie. Hey, Tyla. Welcome to Reset. You with us, Tyla? I am. I'm talking. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Thanks for okay, joining. Great. <laughs> so the uh, the play is set in 1919, and people remember that as the year of the Red Summer. It's also the time of the influenza pandemic and the end of the First World War. So some definite parallels, right, between 1919 and, and 2020. Can you talk more about that? Absolutely. When I sat down to write Relentless, um, it was completed in 2018. I began it in 2016. I was looking to examine a hundred year history and what we were going through in 2016, 17 and 18. And by the time the play would be ready to present, it would be 19. So I, I chose it specifically because um, we were dealing with um, um, the legalization of marijuana, the Me Too movement, the women's movement and such. And I had no way of knowing that the influenza virus would be there, uh, mm -hmm. uh, that we'd be dealing with it. And we were also coming off of the, the uh, unrest in, in Missouri. So for me, it became um, a, a rich period to set a story in, to examine our history 100 years later. Yeah. Well, give us a brief summary then of, of the plot. Uh, the plot is two sisters come back to Philadelphia in 1919 to after a month, uh, their mother passed away suddenly of influenza. And while packing away her diaries, they are confronted with ideas they have about each other and themselves and secrets. And the only way to um, learn to understand those things uh, uh, with each other is by thumbing through the diaries of their mother. That, and, and in that, they find a richer history about themselves and, and learn of a woman they really didn't, they really didn't understand completely. I wanted to deal with what it's like to meet our parents before they are, were our, become our parents. Hmm. Well, let's bring another voice in to help us with this conversation. We've got Ron O.J. Parson with us, who's director of Relentless. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the program. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. Uh, so Tyler was bringing us up to speed here on, on the plot. Uh, Relentless was, was great. I, I watched it over the weekend uh, as well. And uh, we discussed how, you know, it was originally meant to be debuted in, in, in 2020, Ron. So I wonder what it feels like for you to finally have it out for the world to see. Well, you, you know, it's it's ironic that she wrote it before the pandemic and it takes place during a pandemic and we didn't get to do it till a pandemic happened. <laughs> so <laughs> right. that, was, that was a real interesting thing about it. But, you know, ironically, it kind of gave the actors an idea of what it's like living in a pandemic. So I think, you know, everything around this play has really been like a synergy thing that, is, that has happened and made it come to fruition the right way. Yeah. Tyler, let's talk about the title for a moment. Was it your intention to have several examples throughout the play demonstrating relentlessness or, or persistence? How um, about constructing that? As I personally examine each of my characters' story, I'm an actor as well, and so I not only look as, at them as the writer, but also as the actor and the the person dissecting the character. And what I realized through much of the 
research I did and many of the poems and stories I've read is that we as a culture, as a people, have been relentless in our desire to, to just live a fair good, healthy, safe life. And uh, yes, everyone faces that, but for the uh, American Black, African American in particular. And, uh, and so that just started to stand out in my mind how relentless these people had to be when I went to visit the Whitney Museum and in, 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 uh, outside of Louisiana, mm -hmm. when I would read the um, slave narratives, uh, I just found myself in tears saying, God, we've always, we're so relentless. And after I said that so many times about myself, I, I, I said to Ron, I think the title's relentless. What do you think? And he's like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we've got it. <laughs> well, as we said, that, it revolves that really around. That's how it's happened with this show altogether. Things would just fall into place and we'd say, this is it. This is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. This is when it's supposed to be. This is who is supposed to be in it. And all those things just fell right into place. That's synergy for sure. Well, yes. you know, it, it revolves around secrets and reckoning with the past. I want to play a, a little scene here from the, from the play. Now that she's no longer with us, these diaries feel like a way to continue. Continue what? The conversation. It's all we have left of her, and maybe this is the only way for the conversation to continue. The conversation continues. That'll make a wonderful title for a book. These I might think. be all the things, secrets even, that I've wanted to know but would never ask. Everyone has secrets, don't they? I do. You do? Well, yes, of course. And maybe they should stay that way. Why? Because that's how she left it. That's why secrets are secrets. Why'd you want to delve into secrets, Tyla? Uh, honestly, uh, my, my, my own mother passed in 2013, and she was a very quiet woman. And it was only in, you know, having conversation with her that we would get or I would get little snippets of, uh, of her life that I would go, I didn't know you did that or I didn't know you were part of that. And, um, and and she lived a very, you know, she had some tumultuous uh, experiences. And so I, I thought about that and, and, and I neighbored that to myself, um, um, the things people, how I present in the world compared to what I'm always saying to people that, oh, I'm, I'm a lot more boring than you imagine. I look exciting, but I'm rather boring. But, um, and so I just wanted to examine what that means when people, you, you keep these secrets about self and history in order to protect other people. And I find that really intriguing that are we protecting other people or are we, like I say in the play, just a, a, a uncomfortable with revisiting or excavating things that have occurred in our lives and we just keep wanting to move forward. And so that made me want to examine the secrets as, as they're received by someone else. We understand yeah. our secrets to be one thing. Someone else hears our secret and they process it totally different, especially someone that says or claims or do really love us. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We're talking with Tyla Abercrombie and Ron O.J. Parson, the playwright and director of Relentless, which is now playing at Timeline Theater in Lakeview. The play is set in the Black Victorian era, and it follows two sisters who discover some deep personal secrets of their deceased mother's past. Ron, there's a discussion in here around class, right? The characters want their middle class status to insulate them from the violence that's um, not only occurring outside their door,
but the violence of the past that they're uncovering at the same time. Can you talk a bit more about that and why well, that was you know, about that, too, this play takes place in 1919, which is a, a rare time to see on stage or film or television or anything. And a lot of times people don't realize that there was that affluent black, American black, uh, that lived similar to how it's going on right now. You know, I mean, this play, even though it's 100 years later today, some of these scenes could be taken and plopped in a play about today with the same things going on, the same attitude toward, you know, the people that have, the have and have nots, for instance. I mean, you know, so there's still, there's still that conversation about, and, and what Tyler has done in this play is taken that conversation in a parlor room of this grand Victorian house that black people live in, which, you know, when you think about, like, James Baldwin, and people like that, what did they do when they sat around? Lorraine Hansberry, James Baldwin, uh, you know, W.B. Du Bois and things like that. Right. This is a conversation that we don't get to see in the in the theater world, so to speak, especially in particular in black theater. So I think that was another thing that really, you know, appealed to me about this play. It's just an unknown territory for the audiences to, to be witness to. Let's listen to another clip. This is one of the sisters having a heated discussion with her brother-in-law, and she asks him what he wants from this country. Revenge. I want revenge for that baby. For thousands of little brown babies and mommies that can't quit, and fathers that can't provide for brothers and sons that survived and died on the battlefield but still can't get jobs, can't vote, can't sleep safely in their own homes. I want revenge, but I can't have that, can I? So I'll take what I can get, my house, my car, a, a family, my life. Tyler, what do you mean here, that he can't have revenge? Well, I think that um, uh, what we constantly want when something tragic is repeated again and again, and we see it on the news now, we hear it uh, constantly or live it daily in our lives, is that the, the the being up against racism or um, uh, systemic racism and, and and white supremacy, you want somewhere inside of you to examine what would revenge really feel like if I actually decided to take back every atrocity on my family and heave it on someone else. And that that is a that's an angry thought. That's something born from a you know, a visceral reaction to consistent and relentless pain. But I mm -hmm. do know that I've had those conversations with my brothers and sisters about that types of things. And by brothers and sisters, I mean both biological and, and, and people that I've just meet in the world. And, and, I, and that's what I wanted in this parlor room where you can be most honest among friends and family to tell the yeah. truth. And that's what they do in that room. They tell the truth of what they really want. But yeah. knowing that you can't have it, what do you do? We're just about out of time, but before I let you go, tell us briefly about the, the future projects in the works, Tyler. I, I understand this is a trilogy, right? It is a trilogy, and uh, the, right now I've kind of put laid pen to paper on one of those that uh, is a conversation with this piece. And so it, it looks further into the future and, and, and looks at the um, how our minds changed once we incorporated technology and, and television and, and um, integration and all of these things that were supposed to make us feel less like we felt in 1919. And, uh, and so that, that one is, uh, we've done a, a workshop on that one. And, and the, the third one, I'm keeping a mystery because I'm just kind of dissecting and figuring it out myself, how I want to 
have it be a part of this, these hundred years. That is Tyla Abercrombie and Ron O.J. Parsons, playwright and director of Relentless. Thank you both. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.